0: Good morning, multiverse. Hey there, friends and foes. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And in honor of our special guest, I'm sporting the fedora this morning. We are going to be talking the trouble with time travel. We are going to be talking about the book of Boba Fett. And we are going to be talking about your creative mission with my twin brother, Tony Snipes. And we're going to be doing that right after this. It's like Coca-Cola,
1: Levi Strauss Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse The first star was James Dean Helmets, Presley, and.
0: Our theme song is performed by the Murdering Crows, written by Jamie Slocum, and you can get more of the crows on their album, for Bad Crows, on Amazon, Google, and Apple Music, wherever you get your digital music, Four Bad Crows, by the Murdering Crows. We love them. You love them. Live that Murdering Crow life. So, uh, hey, we got something... Melissa Stetcher sometimes, she's in the back room. She's going, I don't know what Johnny's saying sometimes. Um, So um, we want to thank, before we get to uh, our business at hand, our sponsors, Dave Mattingly, Cindy Kep, Crystal Raven Jones. They support us on buymeacoffee.com slash Cereal Box Pod. And speaking of supporting us, Dave Mattingly made a super generous donation that allows my co-hostess with the mostest to upgrade her sound and audio. It's D-Barty. D-Barty, you've got a brand new mic.
2: I do. Ooh, I can't find the camera. Here
0: we (laughs) go. Oh, it's pretty. It is pretty. And 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 when you get close to it, you sound so good. Sound- How do
2: I sound? Oh I
0: fantastic. See, and, my and- voice
2: is too high. And so when I get close, <laughs> bad things are happening.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You sound great. And and we also got you a pair of headphones that she's refusing to wear, but we're gonna put it to a vote from the audience. <laughs> so put them on, D. Does D look like a pro? Or does she need to ditch the headphones? Keep in mind, these were a generous gift from a supporter.
2: Yeah, it made me feel guilty. Mm-hmm. We can send them back.
0: No, we can't because Dave <laughs> Mattingly is with us. Nice to see you bundled up warmly. <laughs> and D-Barty, a.k.a. D-T. I, D, huh? Or is that D-I-T? DJT? I think
2: it's D slash T because it's quote in DT. I don't know.
0: I don't know what that means. All right. But thank you, Dave. Probably can it's it D bar
2: T, So like DT. Oh, I got.
0: Okay. D, oh, it's D and a bar and T. I get it now. Oh, Dave, you're just too clever. For us, D-Bar-T. Got it. Got it. Well, please welcome in the rest of the crew, the rest of the fab for the queen of hopeful simplicity, Miss Melissa Stetcher.
1: Good morning. Melissa
0: d bar and you now have the same microphone.
1: I I have a little jelly. Hers is like shiny.
0: Yes. Well, I, I got it specifically because I knew that's what you used. And I wanted to have a consistent sound between the two of you. So you're welcome, D. Barty. And look at that backdrop that D's got all of the cereal that she's not going to eat a spoonful of it. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> the 757 Renaissance man, Sean Connors, the, <laughs> Boys Boys, the Sultan of Sound. How are you doing, good, Sean?
3: Really good. Really good. Had an interesting week. Same. Uh, Hey, Johnny, what's up with our background? Ready to go?
0: Oh, I like it. I, you know, I would wonder if they do it like that. Yeah, so make them look like Princess Leia hair buns.
2: <laughs> well, how do I do that?
0: Put some puffs on them. Yeah, put some puffs. Could, get crafty. I wonder if I could wrap my hair around it. Yes, you could. <gasps>
3: <laughs> you might be into something,
0: D. Oh, oh my God. That's your cue. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What did happen to our background? Someone was in our studio messing around. Here we go.
2: There Ta-da! We
0: it. There it is. I, I know what happened. I'm
1: here looking at your background going, Sean, no, that's your normal lighting. I don't
2: understand. <laughs> i
0: <I'm> so confused. <laughs> I was too, <team> Melissa. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, guys... We've got a very special guest in the virtual rec room joining us. I'm so excited to welcome this great friend. I call him my twin brother because the family resemblance is uncanny. Please welcome artist extraordinaire, time traveler, and broadcaster, (coughs) the one, the only... Tony Snipes. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, all. Good morning. Hey,
3: good morning, sir.
0: Welcome to the rec room. Everyone, do you see the familial resemblance? (laughs) We got the little
4: goatee action going on there.
0: We're wearing our fedoras. And um, yeah, we're going to have a good time this morning. We're going to be talking about time travel. We're going to be talking about Book of Boba Fett. We're going to be talking about your creative mission. Because that's something that you're passionate about, Tony. Tell our viewers in 30 seconds who you are, what you do, and um, what your 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 geek guilty pleasure is.
4: Okay, uh, Tony Snipes, and uh, I am. Uh, what really got me into the whole diesel punk genre is uh, a, uh, a production I've done on Facebook called the Portsmouth Aeroship Building Company. Sean made. Uh, Got to be uh, familiar with the whole shipyard concept being from mm-hmm. the 757. But it is an alternate history uh, look at the um, uh, the shipbuilding history of my hometown of Portsmouth, Virginia. And, of course, it's got that diesel pump twist. I've uh, been doing that now on social media for about four years and have about uh, almost about 4,000 people hanging out with us every week with the, the stuff that we we do there. It's centered around artwork that I started doing, but just wanted to create a storyline behind it and honor my home, home, my hometown and the people that work at the shipyards every day.
0: Dberti that I know that leads you to a question. No, it doesn't. (laughs) I sent you a prompt. I sent you a very specific question to ask Tony.
2: <laughs> I read it this morning but I don't remember. What is diesel punk? Is that, is that the question?
0: <laughs> That's it. Oh,
1: I love that. Do you too early even have for a there. diesel punk mug, Tony? What's that? Do you even have a diesel punk mug? I do. I do. Nice. See, welcome to the bowls with handles, friends. <laughs> bowls
4: with handles. I like that.
3: Tony, I'm coming from one of the mugs.
1: All right. I'll send you a link. Actually,
4: um, we'll get together. I'll send you one. All right. After we get together uh, offline.
0: So, D barty ask the question of Tony again. What is diesel punk?
4: Diesel punk is, and I wanted to make sure I use a simplified definition, just so so everybody get, can get their arms around it. Uh, I like the definition that diesel punk is a method of creativity. That combines the historic style of the mid-1910s to about the mid-1950s with elements of sci-fi, fantasy, or even horror. So that here's the is- thing,
2: John. I you actually introduced me to diesel punk, steampunk, all that, and I love it. Do you really? I do. I do. I remember when we were in Wizard World. And they had a diesel punk Wizard of Oz, like this artist. And it was amazing. It was amazing. And I loved it because I love the Wizard of Oz too. And I was like,
0: <gasps> OMG, have we found something, something that D like? loves?
2: I know, right?
0: <laughs> that is awesome. And Tony, how did you how did you get interested in the diesel punk genre?
4: Um, I actually didn't realize that I had loved what was called Diesel Punk itself until I came across this guy, John Pica, uh, on, on Facebook and uh, saw him wearing you know, the fedora and everything and had the Big Daddy Cool vibe that was going on and saw that uh, you know him and a uh, few of the folks that we started hanging out with on, on social media, we were into... Um, you know things about World War II and the '40s and the jazz era, tied into the arts and all of that. I said these are my people. Hey, Diesel <laughs> Punk, is this what this is called? Is this is what this is what I love? So uh, I kind of uh, discovered through Johnny that it is a thing, and there was more than myself that enjoyed that type of uh, that type of thing.
0: And for those of you who want more. About Diesel Punk, I was the host and creator of the Diesel Punk podcast for almost eleven years, and it is available on iTunes and um, Spotify and iHeartRadio. So you can go listen to those episodes uh, and um, even a couple of episodes with Tony. Very cool. And Melissa just posted the link to Facebook.com/slash Arrow Shipyard. Guys, I, I know. Sean, you've been digging into Tony's artwork and his project, and you can probably attest it is some of the coolest stuff you've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. It, it, like it's one of them things when you first see it, you don't even know what you're looking at. <laughs> it took me I knew what I was looking at was dope, but I didn't know what I was looking at, and I just had to kind of take it in for a little a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think the Port, Portsmouth Airship Building Company is maybe the coolest project I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my long lifetime. Oh, and then
3: being from Portsmouth was a lot of the ships and things that I kind of can recognize.
4: Well, I, I posted something not too long ago and I said that, uh, you know, growing up, it was kind of weird, well, not weird, but um, it was a normal thing of just growing up being from, you know, six until a teenager and really just almost any day, you can go down to the waterfront and see these giant massive ships mm-hmm. just passing by just like you would see a truck on the highway
3: and I took I, it I took it for granted growing up in this area because yeah. you know we see aircraft carriers on the daily it's not all the time yeah, yeah <laughs> submarines it's nothing <laughs> so
4: uh so just kind of having that with my twisted mind I knew something was going to come from it so uh that's that's what was uh, the byproduct of it
1: now, while Johnny fumbles around with his chaos of gracefulness. Is there a difference? Like in the pop culture community, we hear steampunk, we hear diesel punk. Now, being a fandom of nerding out, and I think it's just, I honestly just think looking at things differently is just, it's just hot to me. I loved your artwork. I love it when people come in a like retro. Normal to my mind, outfit and cosplay—they're like I took that but twisted it. Yeah. So it's to you as the artist that you are. Is there a difference between steampunk and diesel punk as you as you communicate outward?
4: It is, oh. and it it is, and and Johnny, jump on in on, on this too. But uh, it's mostly the the time frame. It's mostly the the era that everything takes place in, uh, because basically with steampunk is uh, based on the foundation of it is the Victorian era. And then it has its sci-fi twist. And then if you just, it's kind of like the natural progression of that time and that era, if you moved into the 1910s or especially the 1920s and especially that backdrop of World War II with the 1940s and still having that sci-fi twist or that fantasy twist. But that's the main difference between those two genres. But because of it being kind of retro futuristic history, there's overlap and you can be a fan of both. You don't have to be a fan of diesel punk, but hate steampunk and vice versa. You love it all as well as loving Star Wars.
0: So, oh, Melissa, on it's <laughs> wait, what was that, D?
2: I said, oh, he lost me on that one, the Star Wars myth. No, Maybe no, my no. Head
0: we're, head gonna help, so we're gonna Star help we're gonna help you. Listen, Tony and I are going to help you love Star Wars here just in a minute, because we're gonna blow your mind. So the, the biggest difference, Melissa, between steampunk and diesel punk is that steampunk is largely a literary genre, whereas Diesel Punk is largely a visual genre. Um, and where steampunk Focuses on technology, the technology of steam and steam-powered engines. Diesel punk focuses on the style and aesthetics. Where you know it's like um, it's like everything froze in the nineteen forties stylistically and aesthetically, but technology kept moving forward. So, so you,
2: have you ever seen Wild Wild West with Will Smith?
0: Yes. Yep, that's Absolutely. steampunk. <laughs> yeah, I love
2: mm-hmm. it. Absolutely, love it. That's when I felt I was like, I don't know what this is, but I love this.
0: <laughs> that that is steampunk, whereas Captain America: The First Avenger is diesel punk. Mm-hmm. Or Perfect Indiana examples. Jones. Perfect examples. You call him Doctor Jones.
3: Hey, even if you want to get modern, think about the ship that they use in the Avengers—the aircraft yeah, carrier that the flies. The helicarrier, yeah, yeah, absolutely,
0: yes. That 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 are those are all examples of diesel punk, and um, we could talk about that all day long, uh, and we have, we have, and um, but uh, hey, I got a question for you, Tony. Yes, sir. Do you have a bowl with you this morning? And if you do, what's in the bowl? Because we are called Back of the Cereal Box because I'm of an age where we didn't have iPads or iPhones at the breakfast table on Saturday mornings. In between cartoons and pro wrestling and Godzilla movies, we were reading the back of the cereal box. I know that era. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. Um, And uh, this morning, I've got Chocolate Caramel, Captain Crunch. Oh, man. Because last week's Dolce del Leche Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I saw that turned me on to the whole caramel cereal thing. So I had to try it. And when I opened this, oh, it smelled like a chocolate cavalcade. <laughs> so, anybody else bring their cereal this morning? And by the way, I have some all over the floor now. If anyone needs it, <laughs> we saw. Yeah.
5: So uh, I,
3: I kept it with the uh, cinnamon toast theme since they're trying new things with cinnamon toast crunch.
0: Yep. So, okay. I almost got this.
3: Mm-hmm. Is it good? I'm about to tell you.
0: All right.
1: I like that dry, Sean. You do? That's what she said. <laughs> That's not what she said.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> would no, never it's say not. That. <laughs> Tony, you got anything to share with us this morning? Anything
4: I do. New? I had to. I had to put a spin on it because to be with you guys, as Johnny, as you may know, I'm not a morning person, and so here at the yard, we had we had an evening shift, so you know we had to get these ships out of here, man. So we were. I was burning the midnight oil getting the, these vessels out of here. So I have to have a cup of coffee so that I can be pleasant with you guys, and I can't have the cereal and the coffee at the same time. So I went with the cousin. Of the Kellogg cereal with good old fashioned pop tarts, nice. The cousin of the cereal
0: that is perfectly respectable.
3: <laughs> that is a cereal accessory.
1: <laughs> you brought coffee. That was perfectly acceptable. Like just me. All. You got half of us going, yes, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, so um, what what flavor pop tarts do you have? Blueberry, and is that your
1: favorite?
4: That is my favorite unless I'm in a chocolate mode.
1: So what flavor coffee do you have? Do you have just like regular? I
4: I actually went the whole spectrum of trying different flavors. Even went fancy with um, uh, the Starbucks Keurig uh, uh, versions that they had. And really just came full circle back to some good old fashioned Maxwell House with French vanilla creamer in it. But I was trying all of it. Is that
0: what you Awesome. Cheers. Maxwell House, born in my hometown of Nashville, Tennessee. So, Sean, what do we think about the churros?
3: It's very good, but I have to mute my mic because it's extremely crunchy.
0: Well, (laughs) so is Captain Crunch.
3: (laughs) Um, So far, not bad. And I want to see, does it have the same effect? Because last of the weeks, the the milk. milk the milk was amazing. The cereal was bad, but the milk was Wait, incredible. wait.
0: No, no. The cereal was amazing, Sean. I think the cereal was cool. I think the- Sean, um, the cereal was amazing. In cereal form, it
3: was great. No, I, I enjoyed it. It was great. <laughs> but the milk that it creates- The I, milk was pretty awesome. Man, they can sell that by itself. Just that milk is great.
1: I, I love- feel like they have a cereal milk combo coming.
2: You should like- try this one, Sean.
3: They should. It's a great. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining.
0: I loved it. But the my milk family was so loves better. this. As so, as what as about me, you, D? Do you I love saw that? that?
2: I've never tried it.
0: Okay. So, wait, wait, wait. First of all, don't don't put that too far away from you. First of all, uh, chocolate caramel Captain Crunch. I just got to say, is delicious. It does not. The the chocolate does not overwhelm the Captain Crunch. Oh. You I you know, I don't know what that Captain Crunch flavor is exactly. Kind of this vanilla peanut butter-ish kind of I I don't know, but it's really good, right? But sometimes you get these flavors and they overwhelm the base flavor, and this is a perfect balance of the chocolate caramel and the original Captain Crunch. And guys, it's got a maze on the back, and we get to meet we get to meet <laughs> the different characters oh my god. from the Captain Crunch universe. Like have you have you noticed
4: have... that Captain Crunch has that same type of flavor as the fortune cookies that you get with your Chinese food?
3: You might be on to something, sir.
0: Oh my god. It's the same flavor. Oh my god. I don't think I had noticed that. So it's an I don't un- like
2: fortune cookies either.
0: Hey, D Barty so we are going to mix this up just a little bit normally we would do listener comments and new loot and folks commenting we are going to get to your comments we are going to get to listener comments I promise you but I want to talk about our new loot because DBRT has something to show up this week. And by the way, guys, I think I'm going to change the name of this section or this segment from new loot to cool loot. Because sometimes we don't get new stuff, but we rediscover cool stuff.
3: All right, John, you're about to mess it up. So this is my excuse to be able to buy stuff now. So now you're really messing it up. Don't do that. Keep it to new loot. Thank you.
0: I said I was thinking about it. <laughs> No decisions made.
1: He unthought that for you. Yep.
0: <laughs> right. And then I could claim it as a tax exemption. That's right. Uh. That's right. So speaking of which, d has a couple of new things. d you have the brand new microphone. It's the ah. Yeti Snowball. And and it looks fantastic. It sounds fantastic. We've got to get you now either a, a, a swing arm or a, another table for you to, to get it closer to your backdrop. Because your backdrop looks fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> and you sound great. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, this isn't working. Because I'm having to lean in. And... Well, just
0: hold it. Just hold I Just pick it up hold and hold it.
2: it. All right, look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, you guys know last week I had COVID, right? Yes. So... I'm like still dizzy and my back is killing me. So leaning in or holding this thing is not working for me this morning.
0: Well, we're we're going to fix that for you going forward. It's one step at a time for d We We love it. So that's fantastic. And that was courtesy of a generous donation from our super fan, Dave Mattingly. So thank you, Dave Mattingly. Although, D-Barty is not sold on the headphones. Put them on again. Let's all see it. The Princess Leia headphones. Look, you look like a pro. You look like a pro broadcaster now.
3: WKRP in Cincinnati.
0: Oh.
2: What? (laughs) What did you say? I didn't hear you.
0: WKRP
3: in Cincinnati.
0: For them to work, d You've got to plug them in.
1: I know. I don't want to wear them. Just let her have it today, and then we will talk in the back channel and think of other ideas. Remember, one step at a time. One small step. Look, she got the microphone, and she doesn't feel like dying in bed. So, yay. Great job, D. Yeah. Give me a break, John. Jeez.
0: Jeez.
2: <laughs> How long have
0: you known me, D Barty?
2: How long have you known me?
0: All right. I'm, so, you've got something else behind you. On the desk.
2: Oh yeah. <clears throat> oh. <My> back. <laughs> so we,
0: we both got one this morning, and D uh, uh, Melissa and Sean, yours are on the way. These are Crunch Cups. So D Barty, you've got the chocolate toast crunch. Let's demonstrate how these work.
2: Okay. My kids love this thing. By the way, I couldn't find it. I had to like search and search and search because they took it.
0: We love that. So so there's a screw on lid. Yeah. So there's an inner cup, there's a screw on lid, and there's actually two cups. There's an inner cup that the cereal goes in. And you got to be careful because it's a small opening.
1: And because we've seen you spell cereal already
0: today. So (laughs) that's like a theme at our house.
2: I'm sorry I'm yelling. My back, man. I never have back pain. It really sucks.
0: Yeah, coughing incessantly can do that.
2: I think laying in bed for a week did it, honestly.
0: That could do it, too. So you 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 fill the inner cup.
2: Well, you got to screw this on first. That's and then the you trick. screw
0: the lid on, right?
2: And then you pour your milk in.
0: Okay, I know I don't you don't. don't- Milk, so I'm going to pour some in mine. And it's you don't need a lot, just a little bit. So here, let me, uh, let me do this so we can see us side by side here, D. So just a little bit of milk, and then you put the inner cup inside and screw it on. And there's a, a big opening at the top and a little opening for the milk. So, D,
2: have you tried it yet? Yes, because there's a trick to it.
0: <laughs> there, there is a learning curve. Yeah, <laughs> yes. the, you want to fill the cup as the inner cup as much as you can, and you want to use as little milk as you need because you want it to come out evenly. So then,
2: oh yeah, see, I didn't do that. What I had to do was put my lip here Mm -hmm. and then dump the cereal in my mouth and then take a drink of the milk. Guess that My mouth isn't as big as yours.
5: (laughs) That's what she said.
0: (laughs) But, here's the thing. This is fantastic because the milk does (laughs) not touch the cereal until Ah. it hits your mouth.
3: No soggies. Okay.
1: Then, how are you supposed to get that amazing milk shot found last weekend? In your mouth? Well, geez, Johnny, just ignore my question. It's fine. Don't talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dee can answer that question.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I have, dude, I have like a milk phobia. Like, milk grosses me out so bad. I can't even watch you do that. I just,
4: you can't think about it. Mm
2: I mean, it's bad. It's I can't do almond milk. I can't look. I'll even tell you, and this might be too much information, but whenever I nursed my kids and I had to pump, I could not even look at the milk because it grossed me out, and it come from my body. I just can't even. Yeah, it's just something about milk, man.
1: So I felt about my kids sometimes. I'm like, this came out of me, and sometimes I can't even handle it.
2: I'm weird. I know. I I don't. You're not weird.
1: You're you.
0: I can't, can't do, do almond milk.
2: Day. I can't do... I just... Milk's just
0: gross. But here's what this is great for. For kids who love cereal, sitting in the living room, watching TV, playing video games. Look, That's if you're a video kids- gamer...
2: That's what my kid did. Look, she plays Roblox, right? And she sat there, and she's playing her Roblox. And I look over at her, and she's, like, eating her cereal, drinking her milk. And, but it works really great in the car for not even cereal. Because okay. you, can, you can have your little snacks in there, like your little goldfish and a little juice. Works out good, too.
0: Wait, goldfish and juice in mm-hmm. the So you're mixing the goldfish and juice and.
2: No, you just don't have two containers. Kids have
1: goldfish and apple juice all the time. I don't want to hear it.
2: So you don't have the juice box that they squeeze and get everywhere. Like you and they can reach their hand in because it's big enough for them to reach their hand in and then they just drink their juice.
0: Well, it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty awesome, and it's a great solution for people who want who love cereal, who want to take it on the go. You know, you're at a convention, you're driving in the car, you're sitting playing video games.
2: On the way to school.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. And this was sent to us by the folks at Crunch Cup, and you can get your own at thecrunchcup.com.
2: And they have different colors. I got the pink one.
0: Yes. So <laughs> I love this product. I love this idea. And um, um, so Sean and Melissa, you have your own on the way. And um, when you I'm get excited. them, we'll get your review of them. I have a feeling, Melissa, that it's going to really vibe with you and mm-hmm. your hopeful simplicity lifestyle.
1: Well, I mean, We used to have oh, fiddlesticks. Snackies, I think is what they were. They were like a cup with a cup that sat on top. So you could like open the lid and pull your, but it had like a stroll. So like you could open the lid, get your snacks out, close the lid, but your liquid was still underneath. And I loved those when my kid was young. But I think this would be great because we're gamers. Mm-hmm. But it's a hard pass. No, you are not eating and touching my video game controllers. It's like, no, so that might be the solution of I don't ever have to hit pause. Yeah, and
0: and this is one hand. You don't have to lift anything. You don't have you know just one hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- Come
2: on, Sean. That's when you should have said. That's what he did. That's
3: what she said. Sorry, I was slow. <laughs>
0: Now, before we get to to my new loot, because I've got something special to show off.
1: Can I show something else? No. Yes. Um, (laughs) I'll help. I'll drop Johnny out. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Kick him out. So my brother made this. I just have to show you. Mm. Wow. Because he's he's a, I don't know, he does something with robots and tells them what to do. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Is that etched glass? (laughs) Yes. Now, does it sit on a lamp? Because if you put that on a a base with a light, it'll light up the etching.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it it would be cool. I don't have all that, but I just thought it was really neat.
0: That is very cool. That is very neat. Anything else, Dee? No. Sean? All
3: right, milk update. It's good, but it's not as good as last week's milk. No. Yeah, last week's (laughs) milk is dope. (laughs) But, new loot. I've been so excited for this and i was so glad D got here this week. D, this is for you, baby. Guess <laughs> what I got?
2: What'd you get? Do you get a new camera? <gasps> you did! Oh my gosh! What kind is it? I can't see.
3: I can't see. Uh, come on, focus. I see D O S.
2: What is it? What is it?
3: Shower. Shower camera. It's the R6. Oh, <sighs> <sighs> Yeah. Oh,
2: I'm so jealous Did I just have a picture of
1: Sean going <laughs> <laughs> What?
3: But, but now I can't get any more new loot For the rest of the year For the rest yeah. of the year? That uh, blew maybe your next, budget maybe uh, That was the budget <laughs> But yeah I want to do some amazing things With this thing
2: I'm so jealous My mom <laughs> just got one Oh, I'm so jealous
3: I can kind of
2: talk her into giving me her Mark IV, but she's like, no, I need it. And I'm like, please.
3: So I've been shooting on like a super small, um, a super small mirrorless, right? So I went from this to this.
2: Have you used it yet?
3: Um, I'm going out today. I just got it yesterday. I've been setting it up. But yeah.
2: It's super fast.
3: So Sean. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let, let me let me let me do this for D real quick because D is gonna appreciate this. You ready? Let me turn my mic up. You ready, D? Ready? <laughs> hold on, hold on, buffer. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah.
2: Wow. I, I, How yeah, many was
3: that? At least a hundred shots. At least. Maybe more. Now wow. Sean.
0: Get your finger ready on the button, because I'm going to ask you a question. All right. Hold those two up again.
1: Size does not matter, Johnny.
0: Does size matter?
1: When it comes to a camera, yes.
0: Yes
3: and no. Depends on the job. Ha-ha. <laughs> it's not the size of the boat is how you wiggle the worm. But... <laughs> <laughs> This is a great camera for just shooting like 1080p video. The M50 is an awesome camera. It's an awesome YouTube camera. But I want to get a little bit more creative with my photography side. And this lets me do this. This is a great hybrid camera. And it's a professional quality camera.
0: So, Sean, what camera are you using right now for this broadcast?
3: M50. The looking. Okay. one. Yeah.
0: So, so does that just connect to your laptop Mm -hmm. And then through StreamYard?
3: Yep, it's hooked to... I have one of these hooked to my laptop like a uh, webcam, and it's USB. But it's a great streaming camera, great YouTube content. Most of the time, you're not going to stream anything higher than 1080p anyway. When I'm ready for my 4K, I got this beast right here.
0: So everyone watching, you just got a lesson in YouTube video. Ta-da!
2: Well, the reason why I use my laptop and not my camera for this is because I use my camera and, I like, I'm going to use it today because I've got two photo shoots today. Yeah,
3: and once I did it like this, I, I was like, oh, my God, I need another camera because I got to keep this like this. So <laughs> that's how I ended up with two M50s because this, well, cause this is the one 30. I take out. And look, if you look, this is the one that's all bent up and then dropped and everything because this is the yeah. outside camera.
0: <laughs> so, So everyone who is watching now that we've upgraded d audio our next goal is to upgrade everybody's video everything everything to 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 match uh the quality because look at the quality that sean has i mean that's epic (laughs) so so if you would like to contribute and help us do that you can do so at Buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. The banner is running along the bottom. So your your $5 box of cereal gets us closer to that goal. Melissa. Add a a little bit more glow. What what are you shaking your head at?
1: Who the hell's going to come set that up? (laughs) (laughs) It's not hard.
0: Well, listen, if we, if we raise enough money from our fans that we can upgrade everybody with a, a camera like that, we can surely afford to fly Sean to everybody's house to set it up.
3: And honestly, it's not always the camera. The most important part, though, is the lights. The lights are doing more work than the camera. Lighting is everything. I need,
0: to get a cam- I need to get a curtain on these freaking windows.
2: Yeah, we see the reflection off your I, head.
0: I know. It's, no, it's not a reflection. It's just the God, light. We God, it's good. It's all good, man. It's all good.
3: <laughs> I told you they were twins.
0: I, I told you we were. You can't tell us apart.
1: Well, I don't know. You're definitely the Danny DeVito to his Arnold.
0: <laughs> oh, come on, pop culture. It was great. Whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. Melissa left us suddenly. I wonder what <laughs> happened. She didn't even get to share her new loot. Oh. <laughs> Melissa, you got oh. anything this morning?
1: Oh, I got something new you can see. No, I don't have anything new. Wait, let me check. There's like eight inches of snow. No, I'm not going anywhere. We had snowmen out front. This That's weekend. what Amazon is for. I'm not, no. That's not appropriate. I, here's what I don't like we get all this snow and people are like how come my package hasn't arrived? I'm like why do you want people to try it out there just because you want a pizza or but that's rude. There's still people
3: don't that's rude. No, I don't have to Bezos promised me two two days. I want my two days. My two dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to go last because this is going to be a perfect transition you didn't for ask you, Tony. Tony. What?
1: You didn't ask Tony if he had new loot. Tony,
0: you got any new loot? I'm gonna show off my new loot that came from you.
4: Actually, I do. I got a new web I got a second webcam
0: because I'm gonna do everybody's a, uh, getting a new webcam. <laughs> I'm jealous now. I got a little
4: now. little uh, Logitech webcam and I need it too because I'm gonna do a uh, um a kind of like a web web show or workshop where I'm gonna do an art demo but still want to talk to the uh, to the to the people face to face so switching back and forth with the one webcam shooting down on the artwork and another
0: one like this so. and and by the way Sean Connor's did you see that StreamYard rolled out an upgrade that allows you to do multiple that cameras. easier
3: yeah multiple yeah. cameras i haven't played
0: yeah. with it yet though but yeah. neither have i cuz i yeah. only have one but last friday i got a text from tony <laughs> asking me for my address And Monday I received this autographed by him. It is the art of Tony snipes. And this is all of Tony's awesome diesel punk artwork. Oh my God. I didn't see this one, Tony. The, 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 the is, is this, uh, this ape, is there, is there a, this monkey, is there a, a story behind that character?
4: No story behind it, but you know, for those of us that love classic Planet of the Apes... Yes. I mean, I love what they've done with the newer versions, but still just holding on to the classic looking style that we grew up with. That's just a tribute to that. That was just a sketch I did.
0: I, I love that. and and Because it kind of has a, a Star Wars feel to the jacket. I love it. Thank Speaking you. of Captain America, <coughs> there is a Captain America. Nice. And... Um, I got to get to, uh, I got to find, oh, a centaur. This, this is just incredible work. And, I'm going to need one of those, please. The Tony, centaur. You know
3: I'm, hey, I'm coming tomorrow. So I want my cup and a book. Thank you.
0: <laughs> okay. And, and these fine looking folks, do, do these folks have a name, Tony?
4: They don't, they just, um, I was listening to some old, I mean, some real old school jazz, like from the thirties, uh, playing it back in the studio here and just was inspired. I drew the fella first. And then I said, well, he needs a gal by his side. So, uh, I drew her later.
0: And I think this might be, this character might be one of the first characters I saw your artwork of. Um, I want to say that this the the pilot. Yeah, is this an early one?
4: Yeah, it is. It's kind of kicked off the whole um, Portsmouth Aeroship Company vibe before it was a thing. Just uh, you know, playing around with sketches.
0: And uh, I think this is the same character.
4: Uh, it's it's one of them. It's just the, the the test pilots and the ladies that actually work at the uh, at at the yard.
0: Here's uh, some of the folks that work at the yard. Oh, yeah, the the art of Tony Snipes, and where can they get this, Tony? They can get that on
4: yourcreativemission.com, and you'll see a tab that says book, and it's got you can order it there, and it's got um, a couple things. It's got a video that shows uh, some of the pages, like Johnny had showed. As well as an interview that I did with uh the local CBS affiliate um here in town a couple of weeks ago that kind of tells the backstory of uh where where the how the book came to be. The book is actually the book is almost like a byproduct of COVID.
3: So, Tony, you know I have a, a podcast called The 757 Renaissance Man. Oh I and it, it seems like you are the very definition of a seven five seven Renaissance okay. man. So after this, we're gonna get up. Yes, yes, I need you on my show
0: and and can I just say that uh, this is a a beautiful book, um the large format um, and I love the uh the the cover uh texture. um it feels yeah, I don't know how to describe it. almost feels like vinyl, but I yes. know it's not, yeah, but it it feels sturdy. Which I'm is mad. Really I don't important. even have
3: a. <laughs> I don't even have a coffee table. He gonna make me go out and buy a coffee table, so I yes. can put the book on yeah, the coffee, a coffee
0: table. table book. <laughs> book. Yeah. This is a phenomenal coffee table book, <laughs> and you. let me tell you what. <clears throat> if you get this, Sean. Oh, oh, look at this guy. One creepy night is the name of this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I see if, me co- me commissioning some work from you, sir.
0: Yeah, if if you uh, if you get into this book, you're going to go down the rabbit hole of diesel punk and you're going to want more and more and more. And um, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my new loot. I'm so excited to have this. And uh, I I appreciate it, Tony. Thank you so much for sending it to me.
4: Thank you for all you've done to just kind of bring folks together with pop culture.
0: Well, I appreciate it. Um you, sir. Thank you. So, Tony, you are here as our special guest because you are a, a, a virtual time traveler through your art and creativity. And I just thought it would be kind of cool to uh, ask the question, in your opinion, yeah. what is the main problem with time travel? mm the
4: main problem with time travel <laughs> i've always thought it's it's kind of like if you're working like two or three jobs and trying to keep keep up with everything cuz one main problem with time travel well let's look at it in two ways if you're traveling and you get stuck where you you end up time wise then it's not as bad i mean you're stuck you're there but you know you're you either just decide okay well here I am it's almost like being in another country. I'm here. I'm not going back. So let me just go ahead and fit in and, and, and figure this thing out. But if you are a time commuter where you're commuting back and forth from one time to another, kind of like what I do, then the whole thing is like, let me keep up and let me make sure that while I'm in the 1940s, they don't ask me, what's wrong with your watch? And why doesn't it have any uh, any arms? Like, hey, don't worry about that. Uh, look at that over there. So I'm trying to <laughs> trying to keep up with the two cultures is I think is the the key problem with time travel and don't run into your grandparents.
0: (laughs) So I, I, this is not going to surprise anybody. I, I consider myself a time traveler uh, through art and literature. I travel back in time on a daily basis, but I do believe in literal time travel and there is some pretty convincing photographic and video evidence of time travelers, and I think one of them Tony looks like they uh they're working at the Portsmouth uh, shipbuilding company <laughs> I've seen uh some people uh, in some of those old photos, not just the ones that you've posted but okay. you know from newspaper articles and whatnot of people you know carrying cell phones wearing modern contemporary Ray-Bans.
4: Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. I've seen those, and it's kind of like, you know, oh, I caught you.
0: Dibarty, you have a look on your face like you're a little bit dubious of the whole time travel premise.
2: I don't know what that means.
0: (laughs) Do you believe that there are time travelers among us and that people have traveled back from the future to the present? No. Why but not?
2: Honestly, I've never given it that much thought. So.
0: Well, I'm asking you to give it thought now.
1: She's not to the okay, then, No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, what about you?
1: I like Quantum Leap. Growing up, I don't know. This is like the other things. It's like. I don't. I don't have the headspace to fall into fandoms that aren't in my immediate grasp. I'm not going to argue with you one way or the other. If you want to believe in it, do it. If you time travel here to be a complete a hole, then I don't like you. Go back to your space. <laughs> but other than that, do you? Now, I I do love the like the era that is mentioned because Mary Jane shoes are life for me. Oh my gosh, the outfits! How cute would I look? But other than that.
3: That's
0: all I got. <laughs> Sean? <laughs> well, I
3: was lucky enough to grow up across the street from a uh, gentleman that owned a DeLorean. So, my whole childhood, you couldn't tell me that t- time travel wasn't real. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little biased based upon that.
4: Johnny, I've had a couple of uh, kind of like mentors in my life, especially like when I was a teenager. And You know, that when I was straddling the fence of what I didn't need to do and and they were they stepped in to say, you know what, you need to focus on this, this positive thing. And I believe at least one, if not two of those guys were time travelers from the future because they knew what I was supposed to do. That was positive stuff. Mm -hmm. And they came back in time just to make sure that I didn't mess up so that the timeline wouldn't fall off track and I could do the hopefully, positive things that uh, they knew I was supposed to do in the first place. So watch those those mysterious mentors that you never know where they live, but they always kind of get a chance to hang out with you, and they're always pushing you to do those positive things. They might be a time traveler.
0: I love that idea. Melissa, you had a question?
1: Could your time travelers that... Told you, dr are bad, Tony, don't do them. Um, could those be kind of like your belief system, like your guidance? Like, so could time travelers, in a sense, also be considered like your religious guider?
0: Angels.
4: Angels. I I kind of thought along that line of angels. The angels kind of do that thing. They're, they're those guides that send messages and they... Kind of keep you on the, you know, if you if you follow the guidance, they keep you on the straight and narrow. Especially and if you think about it, the purpose that you have.
3: Angels are supposed to be eternal too, mm-hmm. so they would be time travel. right?
4: They're not bound by the parameters of time.
1: I could get behind that because I think I think there's spirits that we may or may not, I may or may not be at the liberty to see, but I definitely think they're going. Mm, no, don't do that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely think that. Thanks, Tony.
0: I am convinced that Matt Gronig is a time traveler. <laughs> D-Barty, do you know who we're talking about? The creator of The Simpsons. Because there are so oh, many episodes of The Simpsons that literally years oh, yeah. in advance oh, yeah. predict the future.
2: Yeah, you, you might have me on that one. <laughs>
0: All right, so we got a bunch of comments here. And I wanna I wanna uh golly, we got a bunch of comments. So um Phoenix Sisters, Kelly Getner says, Love the hat, Melissa. My husband is a Ravenclaw too. I'm Thank a Hufflepuff.
1: You. Probably Kelly. Well, no doubt you are. I have a coffee <laughs> server today. He's actually using my Ravenclaw mug.
0: <laughs> Woohoo. Sean, what house are you? Um
3: House of Pain. <laughs> jump around.
1: Jump up, jump up, and get down. Jump, jump, jump,
0: jump. And Dave Mattingly says, cereal on the floor. My name my is name Roomba, is and yeah. I'll be your waiter this morning. <laughs> and Pop-Tarts are the pizza of cereal. Oh, my gosh. That is so true. Oh, the pizza my of cereals. Yes. I love that.
1: What's that make a toaster strudel? Don't you have to toast the toaster strudel and pizzas are
3: yeah, but that's fancy. You gotta eat that with your pinky up.
1: That's the bougie. <laughs> that's the- oh, that's the- okay.
0: I know I don't do bougie. <laughs> I do <And knew. laughs> Dave says you can call it corn. The back of back of the box calls it maize. Oh <laughs> that's way too clever for most of our viewers, Dave.
3: <laughs> hold on, hold on, I'm slow. Hold on, <laughs>
0: hold on. There we go. <laughs> and curious idealist Angel Love, I think she's talking about the Crunch Cup. I think my mind was just blown.
1: Probably. Many would love that, Angel. Just saying, my little buddy needs one.
0: D. You could, of course, strap the microphone to your face with a big rubber band. <laughs> that's
2: yeah, that's do you see this? No rubber bands near this, please. Thanks.
0: And Dave Mattingly says the Crunch the Cup is like a bird feeder with milk.
3: A nerd feeder.
0: A nerd feeder. Oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, Crunch Cup people. Let's do a special Back of the Cereal Box branded yeah. cup and call it the Nerd Feeder. <laughs> <laughs> How come and you were
1: a bigger screen for that? What's that? You should have been at the bigger screen when you did that. Tony could do it too. But
0: <laughs> hey, Crunch Cup, let's do a Back of the Cereal Box branded cup and call it the Nerd Feeder.
3: You see how Johnny just came back from the future and did that? You see that? You
0: see that? <laughs> That's right. A curious idealist, Angel Love, says, I need a crunch cup in my life. My hubby laughs at me because I'll sit down with one cup of cereal and one cup of milk. Yes, this mm-hmm. solves all your problems, Angel Love. <laughs> Unfortunately, right now, they're out of stock. They are sold out, but they will have more. They'll make more. Buy all you want. They'll make more. Dave Mattingly says, an important safety vi- video for the proper way to drink from a cup. Well, we can't post that link, Dave, but we will watch that later on. I'm sure it will make us laugh until we wet ourselves. <laughs> Crunch cup giveaway. So that's on the way, Curious Idealist. We're not at the place that we can do that yet.
1: I think Angel's upset because the uh, she didn't get that hoodie.
2: Yeah, Dave, get on that.
0: Next goal is six million vidcasters. Yeah, we would, yes, help us get there. That would be awesome. I thought those spots were part of your robe. No, it's the light shining Uh. through the blinds. And so it just. Um. Dave Mattingly says Tony's diesel punk ape looks like he's ready to drop a new rap album. That's funny. <laughs> and uh, get that book here at uh, yourcreativemission.com slash sketchbook.
1: You. And it's like I was looking at that, and I'm just like, shoot, that's affordable for everybody. I love. I'm so excited. Thank and you. that 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 monkey you shared earlier, I follow. There's another artist I do and they did a twist like it's the dark side of Oz and your steampunk uh. looks very similar to their flying monkeys twist. And I'm like, oh, my God, my coffee table will be nerdtastic.
0: <laughs> and Dave also says we all try time travel through memory and imagination. And that's right. So even if you don't believe in literal time travel, there is time travel through memory and imagination. D. you see dead people every day. Through your memory. Those people don't exist anymore. Or the pictures on your wall. Every time you look at a picture that was taken in the past, you're time traveling to that moment in time. She's not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Angel well, Love. I
2: mean, that's, that. that, I, that so yeah, last, uh, last Thursday was the anniversary of my grandfather's death. So it, you know, I don't want to think about it. <laughs>
0: Angel, angel Love would like someone to go back to the 50s, 60s, 70s, and buy a bunch of pairs of bell-bottoms, please.
1: No, Angel. You got to let it go, baby girl.
0: Stop girl, giving away all well. my They're Angel of secrets. Oh, I Kelly has reminded me, don't forget the winners of the Multiverse Fundraiser Sweepstakes. Kelly, I did almost forget. We'll announce those before the end of the show. So stick around to find out if you won our giveaway. (laughs) And last but not least, I am upset because I didn't get that hoodie. Melissa gets me. Who sneezed?
3: (laughs) My son.
1: (laughs) Okay. I heard it, but I didn't see
2: anyone
0: sneezed (laughs) from the future
1: i don't know if you guys if you guys don't follow sean you need to because he shares his kids and i'm like i don't even know these kids but i love these kids what's re- was it your son reading yeah. earlier this week that you shared something and i'm like that daddy's doing it right i was so excited i was sorry squirrel <laughs> john do we still have that puzzle sponsor too because i forgot to write down the code
0: we do and I forgot to post that up when we were doing new loot. Thank you for the reminder. It is Unidragon month, Puzzles. Wow. Go to unidragon.com, promo code cerealboxpodcast. You get 10% off your first order. And this picture of this tiger, and it is the year of the tiger, is one of the puzzles from Unidragon. They are gorgeous. That's oh my beautiful. God, they are beautiful. That is
3: beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My birthday is the end of the month, and I like there's day? the owl one and the hold on, hold on, what day? the whole, the bird one uh, is the 27th. We talk. I know oh, Sean's okay. birthday is this month too, isn't it? Yeah, 24. yeah, because I put it in my calendar. Yep.
0: So the 24th and the 27th. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I will I will be accepting either the owl one. It's a little too blue for me, but I love owls. Or there's a colorful parrot bird looking one that's on a bench. I will accept either of those with zero wax pod discount code.
0: so saturday the 26th is going to be the d and melissa birthday party show
1: okay but sean's birthday is (laughs) you missed these you're about a month and a half
0: late I'm, i'm sorry sean and melissa's birthday party show
1: he never recognizes
2: my birthday because his birthday is in the same month, and so I don't matter.
0: No, no, I talked about it all throughout December, how it was your birthday month, just like mine, and I even said happy birthday to you on air Christmas morning when you said you were going to be on with me, and then you changed your mind because I got five kids and two dogs. <laughs>
2: You would have not liked the way I looked Christmas morning. It was bad.
0: It's funny. All right. So, Tony, one of the things I wanted to just mention, and we're running out of time. We're not going to be able to talk about Book of Boba Fett, I don't think, except that, D-Barty. What? You said that you love Dieselpunk. Star Wars, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. and I think Tony agrees, Mm -hmm. is great. Great diesel punk, because all of the Star Wars aesthetic is inspired by Mm -hmm. the science fiction of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and especially, oh my gosh, the last couple of episodes of the Book of Boba Fett, chapter five, with that Naboo starfighter, and then you know modding it out to look like a. Okay, stop.
3: I just renewed my diesel my Disney Plus. Thank you because of pure pressure. Because of peer pressure, <laughs> I got my next so stop. I'm you could have used mine, Sean. I would have uh, let you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So we won't give, we'll try not to do any spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, Melissa, have you gotten to catch up on Book of Boba Fett?
1: No, I have not.
0: Let me just say you
2: going to love it. I have.
0: Have you really?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you didn't fall asleep? Mm-hmm.
3: That's why I had to do it. I was like, D stayed up. I gotta renew my Disney Plus. <laughs> well, it, you know, so
2: my husband was beside me explaining things to me, so that was very helpful, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, when I watch things like that, my 13-year-old sits next to me and explains things to me, and I have about a five-second tolerance for that, and I'm like, no, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. I don't know what just happened, because
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well... Tony, would you agree that episode six, no spoilers, yeah. Yeah. is the most Star Wars, Star Wars ever made? Yes, yes, yes,
4: absolutely, absolutely. So I was actually sitting right in here watching it
0: and was like, oh, this, this is cool, yes. I, listen, there was one part at the beginning.
1: I'm ready where- to drop him off if I need to, Sean. I'm ready. (laughs) I
0: literally literally was like. (laughs) Maybe I'm
1: not all caught up. I
5: don't know what
0: you're
1: talking
2: about.
0: Yes. It was this past episode this week.
2: I thought I watched it. Maybe I didn't. Give me a hint.
0: I can't without spoiling (laughs) it for Sean. All I can say it was it, it was the most Star Wars, Star Wars ever. Until we get to next episode, do we get know to what see.
1: That means. Yeah, she's not as invested emotionally as you. I know. So but really I
0: can't like... say it without spoiling it. for I'm gonna Sean, try to be so... caught
3: up by next week. I'm gonna try to be caught. I will yeah.
0: not be caught, caught up by, by next by.
1: week. Damn it.
0: Well, next I'm week gonna we're gonna next get, next week. To get to see Boba Fett riding the Rancor.
3: Nice. Oh.
2: What is that? <laughs>
0: I can't I can't tell you without spoiling it for Sean. <laughs> the Rancor. Danny Trejo. Oh. Danny, Danny freaking Trejo. Trejo.
2: So is this last episode the <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? <laughs>
5: no.
0: <laughs> yes. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll say yes.
2: Like the crossover? The crossover? Is yeah, that was c- that
0: yeah. the last episode? Yeah, uh, I guess kind of maybe.
4: Yeah, cuz they've <laughs> been, you know, pulling some it's almost like Q that crossover and Q that crossover and then they started making it more they, they increased the intensity of the crossover. This mm-hmm. last episode, it was like at its peak. Yes. Okay. But like, cue, yes, cue, yeah. cue, cue everybody. Cue, cue, cue all
0: of them. Okay. We, we we can put this post up without spoiling anything. Is Levitate Frog a required course ah. for Jedi or is an elective? <laughs> and the rancor is Cliff the Big Red Dog for Boba Fett. That's, yes.
1: That is excellent, Dave.
4: That is excellent. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, we'll talk more about it next week after Sean gets caught up. I'm but, gonna be um, here. You won't be here. No, because I'm gonna be caught up by next week.
3: Come on, if I can do it, you can do it. And I'm running the podcast down, so I know you can do it.
1: You, you know what? We have sexy I voice it. contest. There's just, no, that's three days screwed for me. Just right pull there, an all nighter. Just pulling all that. Okay, send coffee. Buymeacoffee.com
4: dot <laughs> They're bite sized so they're kind of yeah. You know, they're minutes. bite sized episodes.
2: Yeah, they're not that long.
4: No, they're not that long.
1: Unlike Yellowstone, which I've started watching, I jumped on that bandwagon. Okay, tell me. Don't tell me a lot, but tell somebody else. I've had a couple people recommend. How you're not watching that yet? And I'm like. How am I only one person? I don't know. It splits me up. So, do I need to watch Yellowstone D? Yes. So, I'm really big on, like, I, I can't do a lot of gore.
3: Amazingly, the mic got closer. Yes, <laughs> I love it
2: when she gets excited. She likes but it's up. like, it's like, it's a great storyline without a whole lot of gore. There's a lot of cussing, which doesn't bother me, but And I a lot of
0: it. nudity, isn't there?
2: There's a little. It's not a lot. I mean, There's I watch Witcher, so nudity. like a problem. like boobs and stuff, but that's about it. Okay. God. I'm like I watch and just like that, which is like The Sex and the City. do oh, no. Continuation? Yeah. There's a lot of nudity in that. A lot of male right,
1: on. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the name of that show? Note <laughs> of <laughs> <Here's
0: the pen. laughs> Well, well, hey, let me like, just <laughs> I want to say like, this oh, for <laughs> I want to say this for people who um have been dogging Book of Boba Fett.
1: Oh, you got to let it go. You give no, me No, no, no. I two just I want
0: I want to say this. I want to put it in perspective for some mm-hmm. people. You got to think of this show as part of the total Mandalorian saga. If you're coming into it thinking it's a standalone show on its own, I think that's the wrong attitude to have. After Mandalorian Season 3, we'll have four, basically four chapters of this saga that we will call the Mandalorian Saga. And uh, I think that's the way to look at it.
2: Hey, look, I really enjoy Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett Fett, because I can understand most of it because it is short and it keeps my attention and when i have questions i can pause it and be like what does that mean and my star wars geek husband can explain it to me i he's a closet someone that nerd.
4: doesn't even have to have to have the background of the familiarity with star wars can go right into it and still enjoy it.
2: Yeah, but he's like John and he's like, oh my gosh, they're pulling from the blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, wait, Yeah,
4: wait. of course. <laughs> of course.
2: I'm good. Like, can we continue watching this please? Cause I don't even know that.
4: I think I think the folks that are like like you know, the ones that don't have the background will probably enjoy it the most because those of us that grew up with the, you know, the, the background of Star Wars, we're the ones that are like, wait a minute. Why are you going in this direction? So, you know, you coming in cold, you'll probably have a better experience.
0: That's probably true. Mm-hmm. Probably, I, I
1: don't know, because I've watched, I've seen the Star Wars movies, and I watched Mandalorian. And I think, I mean, I get the concept of if you've got the background and you're like, mm, hold on, how does that align with everything else that's already in my head? But I am such a character individually based appreciator mm-hmm. that like i like the mandalorian because i was like oh now i get to deep dive into this person's individual story so right. i think I, I i didn't like trigger any of those i was like well how does this relate but but if i do hear one more person say baby yoda i'm gonna smack person but anyway <laughs> but it's like use his name uh but that's i think depending yeah, on didn't come along. You,
2: Till the end closer to the end of the season. So you gotta give him a season break. two. Yeah, see.
4: I will say, and you know, I don't want to belittle the topic, but um I will say that some of us now I haven't been, been one Johnny that dog the episode, but I kinda poked at it because I had all of us had an expectation of the story of the character because he is Boba Fett. And it didn't go in that direction that we actually were expecting. Well, let, me there's just, a lot let me just of say this. I, and I, my cage. reason why, my reason why I think it is, is because the Mandalorian storyline was actually supposed to be Boba Fett. And then somewhere in there, in in the boardroom, they said, uh, oh, you know what? This is going well. Let's let's go ahead and bring in Boba Fett. And then how do we do these two storylines? I bet that had something to do with it behind the scenes.
0: It, it could, but I, I think the, the main thing, and I talk about this a lot, uh, is fan expectation and delivery. With Boba Fett in particular, there's a huge like fan headcanon around this character yes. that is not based in any movie material, really. Because in Empire Strikes Back, he just stands around and is... You know, just kind of there. And then in Return of the Jedi, he gets taken out like a punk. And but fans have believed that he's this awesome, badass warrior. And I believe right. that probably he was at one point. But this whole series about is about him reinventing his life, reclaiming his life and becoming something new and something different and establishing a new status quo. And the layers that we get to pull back and we get to see, you know, this character development and this character arc and this new hero's journey for a new status quo, I just love.
4: I do love that. I but what we what they teased over the years with Boba Fett being a bad mamma jamma,
5: mm-hmm.
4: we wanted more, and they knew we wanted more. And They launched the Mandalorian, which could have been, should have been maybe Boba Fett. And we got our fix of, okay, I want more of what Boba Fett introduced. We got it with the Mandalorian when that first rolled out. Then they bring in the true character that ushered it in. And we're like, okay, well, we're expecting to see at least a little bit of what we thought about that didn't really get it and we saw the you know let's get to see the humanized factor it, which i appreciate but we really were expecting that to, to be ushered in by the guy that you know introduced it from the very beginning but i get it
1: i'm okay, just so saying that that's we... that's
4: why we have the that's why we had the controversy that we have because the mandalorian i think was supposed to be boba fett in the first place
1: how do we shift the expectations of you haven't even seen the finished project yet like right it's still releasing so how do we shift That's, the expectations of like hold your freaking toots for a minute and then complain when oh they woke up from a dream at the end then you can I complain think
4: i think a good storyteller is should know that the expectation of my audience what that expectation is going to be and if they don't cater to that from the very beginning then they'll get all of the and i'm not going to call it backlash because even though it looks like backlash the, everybody's watching it, no matter what they say about it. So behind the scenes, the folks that launched this thing are still going, "Yes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's a it's a hit. Everybody's watching.
1: It's in the news.
0: Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And uh, I'm gonna close us with a question here for you, Tony, in just a minute. But before I do that, I have been scolded that I have not announced the winners for the multiverse fundraiser yet. Um, and so I am going to uh, do that right now. So for those of you who don't know, um, two weeks ago, we hosted the Multiverse Fundraiser, which was a fundraiser fundraiser for um, Valerie Perrine, who played Miss Tessmacher in Superman the movie. Uh, she's struggling with Parkinson's, has a ton of medical bills, and we as a community Got together. We held three days of nonstop programming. We had interviews with Noah Wiley. We had Sarah Douglas, who played Ursa from Superman 2, on. Um, We had um, uh, Willow Rose, a multi million copy author. And it was just, it was awesome. Awesome, awesome. But everyone who made the donation got entered to win three prize packages. And so we are going to announce those right now. And everybody, even our broadcast team, was eligible to enter because it was based on your donations. It wasn't based on a random thing. It was just based on people who donated. And then from the donations, we drew a random uh, random winner. So third place, third place, went to our very own Keisha Acuff. Yay, Yay Keisha. Second place went to Allison Callahan. And the first place winner, who got the big, big, big prize pack, is, drumroll please,
3: <laughs>
0: Stephen Fisher. <laughs> so we, were, we will be in touch with you guys who won Sorry Angel Love. We will be in touch with the winners, um, and uh, we'll give instructions on how you can collect the prizes and and get those. So, ta-da! Now, Tony, I have one last question before we start signing off for you. Yes, sir. I want to talk about creative missions. And, you know, I was thinking about this a lot this week and you, that's the title of, of your website, the, mm-hmm. Your Creative Mission. Mm-hmm. You've been dedicated to helping creatives unlock their potential, unlock their creativity, turn it into an income, into a career. Mm-hmm. And someone who is looking to become a revenue-generating creative, what is the one piece of advice you would give to them?
4: I think they want to take a look at a couple of things. They First of all, look at what they have a passion for, that thing that they would do that they can't stop doing. And like, for for example, with me drawing, no matter what happens, if I get put into an assisted living facility after this whole thing is all over, give me a piece of paper and a pencil because I'm still going to be able to draw until I can't do it anymore. But whatever they have a passion for. And then look at that thing that people have said, not only that they have said, but people have said that they can be the best at with those two things combined but that third thing is to look at what do they feel people would be willing to buy or invest in that's the that, that's what determines it being a hobby versus something that can generate viable revenue and keep the hobbies and everything but you're like me, a lot of us have limited time because we've got, you know, family, we've got careers and everything. But if we at least take that thing that we're passionate about, the thing we're good at, and at least see that out of all of these things I love doing, this is the one that people keep saying that, hey, I want more of this. I'm willing to pay for it. Then hone in on that. Even if this other thing is the thing that you really would love for everybody to buy and all that, but nobody's fighting. But they're biting at this one and you still have a passion for that one and you do it well, set this one over here to the side. Don't get rid of it. Set it to the side for a moment, but hone in on the one that people are raising their hand. They they keep keep saying, take my money, give me more. Hone in on that one. And that's where I think that um, and, and that with us being creatives and entrepreneurs and all of that, we have a tendency to have that ADHD where we're all over the place. But if we really want to make the time count, then just focus on that one where the people are saying, I want more. Spend a year on it. And um, that, that's my recommendation. That, especially, that's Especially awesome. give it a
0: year. And and what would you say to someone who has a project that they've been investing in, working on for a long time, and they've they've come to the realization that maybe it's time to set that aside, time to leave it time to uh, end that like for me i ended a podcast after 10 years it was difficult but i had to say you know what um it's okay to move on <clears throat> to a new season of my life a new part of my career it's okay to leave that behind i don't owe it to anybody to continue doing it mm-hmm. i don't owe it to the fans um you know it's time to go to a new thing. What would you say to someone who's struggling with that?
4: I say they want to be they want to open up to doing that, and here's the example of why it's okay to do that. I've been blessed to be able to work in the cor- corporate world in the media business, with newspapers and with TV. And so I've seen both of those entities have creative projects. whether it was a newspaper that was doing special um, special publications. And with the TV uh, industry having uh, special TV shows or segments, and one thing I learned by just kind of watching these guys, they had creative projects like we do, and but they they aren't so connected to it where they will hold on to it and they realize that guys, this isn't productive, but I still got to do it. They're willing. They they take a look at it and they say, okay, is this something that the people really want? And it's if it's yes, keep on going. And if it's no, or we're really not sure, then they say, okay, let's let it go and move on to the next one. And when I sat back and watched corporate people that have been doing this for decades, the aha moment was us creatives that have these same little projects, we're holding on too tight. And when we hold on too tight, then we don't let go to pick up the one that people really are waiting for. And the time traveler in me is the one that says go here to the present and let them know, let that thing go, because this thing that's going to make you, you know, hit the big time, you got to, if you don't let this go, then you will never launch that thing that's going to make it for you. And so you got to be able to let it go. People do it all the time with the movies, with the uh, uh, publishers that show that you want it to keep on going. For some reason, they didn't pick it up. It's okay, they they, they do it all the time. We need to do the same thing.
1: Yes! He just said, declutter the shit that's not serving you right now. That's what he just said, declutter that crap. Thank you, Tony. I love it, I love it. Tony's my new bestie, sorry, Johnny, I tapped in.
0: Hey, man. I, I fell in love with this guy the moment I met him, and uh, we've been buddies ever since. And that's why.
1: Him and I will get you to declutter that head crap of yours.
0: Oh, listen! Oh, it got personal. Shot's see, fire. see, that's because Melissa thinks that I have too much swirling going on. Listen, I've got I've got four main projects. Out of the thousands that go through my head. All day long. Oh,
1: we just so. need to declutter that thousands so you can focus your productive energy on those four and watch it soar. <laughs> I rhymed.
3: Bars. That's, that's Bars. actually kind of where my,
4: my book came from because all those sketches, mo- most of those sketches tie into several different project ideas. Because that first chapter you'll see is called The War Years, Johnny. And that's the, mm-hmm. a, that's actually the sketches that tie into the Portsmouth aeroship Building Company. But there's several other different um, sketches that tie into several other projects that, you know, haven't made it yet. But the one, the Portsmouth one, is the one that the people were saying, give me more. And that was actually unexpected to me. But I said, as I was praying, Lord, show me, show me what you want me to focus on. And I was trying to push this one. But he kept saying look at this. People are saying, give me more. So I started doing that. But what I didn't do, I didn't throw away all of the other stuff. And that's where I save those sketches in a folder. Uh, It's about seven years worth of ideas and projects. And I said, you know what, let me kind of do what I see other artists doing where they may not take that project to see the light of day, but they said, you know what, let me put it in a book and make that a product within itself.
0: Well, because you got people who are coming on through the Portsmouth Port Airship Building Company, they've t- gotten turned on to your work. They love what you're doing, and they've they've you know gotten uh, connected with you as a brand and as an individual. And now they want to see other pieces, other sides of who you are. And that's what this book, The Art of Tony Snipes, can do. Beautiful, fantastic. Get it at you. your creative vision
1: mission dot mission your creative
0: mission.com that's what i vision. meant <laughs> your creative mission.com <laughs> <dot> <laughs> hey don't don't contradict me i'm coming don't to get mine in, person. Me in public
3: I, i'm coming to get mine in person
0: <laughs> that's awesome all right guys we are way over time this show just keeps getting longer and longer and i didn't even use the spin wheel melissa we didn't even squirrel. We just squirrel. We just had so much fun.
1: I'm okay not using that wheel. That tic, 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 tic.
0: but see D loves it. Well it was we'll fun live. We'll
1: find a compromise between D and I. Just pour the coffee. It's fine.
0: Well, I think here's what we're gonna do. I think the we're gonna keep coffee. it as a prop in the back. You can't see it. Um it's in it's right there. We're gonna keep it as a prop here in the rec room. And we're only going to use it for our live on location uh, episodes when we yeah, go to convention It was fun
2: live. I don't know about here, but it was fun live.
0: She it was another
1: distraction life for Johnny no. here. It was. You can lie all day long.
0: No, <laughs> because I took all of the things that were on the outline it's and you. I put them on the wheel. But instead of going in a set order... We spun the wheel and we let the wheel decide which segment we were going to do next.
1: And can I just say, we didn't even need the wheel and look how amazing the conversation has been.
0: Yes. It's it has more
1: been. fun live.
0: But you know what? Sometimes you got to try new stuff. <laughs> it's How's more the fun.
4: In the wheel. That's what she said.
0: Sean, Sean, Sean. I love you. <laughs> All right. So uh, Kelly says, the final donation amount of the uh, Multiverse Fundraiser was 570. It's not quite the goal, so you can still donate to the GoFundMe. And I don't have the address for the GoFundMe for Valerie Perrine. Um, If you do a, a search for her name, and it's spelled P-E-R-R-I-N-E, you will find the GoFundMe campaign. And that's organized by somebody else. Um, Stacy Slater, who is a uh, documentary filmmaker, um, so you can uh, find that and uh, donate to uh, Valerie's struggle with Parkinson and her medical bills. All right, guys, we gotta go. We're 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 almost thirty minutes over time, and I know Dee Barty has five kids and two dogs that I gotta go take <laughs> care of. Yeah, day she's
1: gonna be really annoyed with you and just stop showing up and be like, "Hey, you remember that one time you should have?" Yeah, just this stopped. morning
2: was almost it. <laughs> I logged on before you got here, and I was like, "Don't start with me today, John. It's, today's not the day." <laughs> not but today. you
0: know, I only tease you because I love you.
2: Don't care. Don't like it.
0: <laughs> D, what do you got going on? Where can people find you?
3: Here.
1: We <laughs> photography. <laughs> uh
2: debartyphoto.com or instagram photo or facebook just debarty
0: see i am going to do this for you d hold on it's uh photo on instagram
2: yeah but i also have a website which has a lot more on it than instagram
0: okay so what is that debarty photography
2: no, it's dbrtphoto.com. Very easy.
0: Well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm helping you here for a minute. You're, you're going to love this. You're going to love what I just did. So maybe if I can get it to do it.
1: This is entertaining. Okay. The awkward silence.
0: See? Oh, nope. It's B. Wait, hold up. That's wrong. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to help you, D. No. you, I hit the wrong letter. <laughs>
1: My Lord. D, if you feel comfortable. There we go.
0: D, Barty photo. If you want to share pictures
1: of your space with me, D, like that whole space, I can see, like, I can try to do a layout of if we can shift things a little bit so you don't have to, like, with your microphone and your chair and your, so you can be comfortable if you want to offline, obviously. But the organizer and me came out. Sorry. I don't know what you're saying, but yeah. A message.
0: (laughs) Speaking of which, everybody go to help mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what do you got going on this week Melissa any workshops any classes any uh- no,
1: we're right now we're just uh, we're getting people enrolled for the membership so it's a 12week program you get to meet with uh, me and we're I think I'm limiting the space to 10 uh, we're so we're gonna meet live every other week and actually work together and then there's an the accountability group to communicate in and to email off on the off weeks. So it's a 12 week program. And right now we have the launch special. So it's only one twenty five for the whole programs. And it's all at hopeful simplicity.com.
0: That's awesome. Sean, <laughs> besides going to uh, visit Tony in person this weekend, yes. what do you got going on?
3: Of course you always, it's always 757 renaissance man.com and LVAD talk.com. But right now, I'm more most busiest with um, the C4 Challenge, Content Creators of Color. We're doing our 30-day podcast episode challenge where our um, podcasters of color get together. And we make episodes every day for the month of February, which also happens to be Black History Month. So check it out if you're looking for some interesting stories and things to listen to and content. You can catch us at C4Challenge.com. Love Sean.
0: That. Send me those graphics for mm-hmm. the new C4 challenge so that we can post them on Instagram and Facebook and all that through mm-hmm. back of the cereal box so we can promote that a little bit more for you. Mm-hmm. I got you.
1: I'm so proud of you, Sean. I love this thank challenge you, when you, you guys did it before. And it's just sitting where I sit. I, I love listening to the concept of I'm never going to have the experiences you have. And so this helps me see life from a different angle. I just I love it. Good job.
3: Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor, and it's awesome just being able to watch other creators create in a safe space. Space, safe space.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic, and you can follow me at backoftheserialbox.fun. That's going to be the focus. So there you go. And Tony, yourcreativemission.com, anywhere else they need to go?
4: Uh, They can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Aero Shipyard or just look up Tony Snipes. You'll find me there.
0: You're fantastic. You got anything big coming up? Any events? Any appearances?
4: Actually, I'm going to do a kind of like a webinar. It's going to be Zoom based, uh, but it is uh, what to do when you have too many ideas and just try to help all of us creatives and entrepreneurial types uh, just kind of sort it all out. So that's coming up on February the 26th. Uh, but I will be teasing on social media about that as it unfolds.
0: What, what time is that on the 26th? That is
4: going to be 11 a.m. Eastern time.
0: So we could do this show and then hop over and join your workshop.
4: Yes, I didn't want it to conflict with you guys' time frame. So uh, I, that's why I pushed that time back.
0: You're a beautiful man, Tony Snipes. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all
4: are
3: beautiful, too. Love
0: you guys. <laughs> Well, with that, I want to thank Willow Schuyler and the Hanging with Web TV show folks for promoting our episodes across the interwebs, and of course, our uh, our sponsors on Buy Me a Coffee, Dave Mattingly, Cindy Cap, Crystal Raven Jones. You guys help us. Make the world go round. And if you want to be a supporter, if you want your name to show up on this title card, you can donate a box of cereal at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. And with that, I'm going to say so long, farewell, avidus, and bonjour.
3: Au revoir. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Everybody, have a great rest of the day, a great weekend, and until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.